Sure. I'll talk it out. Yeah. Let's just have a conversation. Track three. <clears throat> Better not be fucking Dave Matthews band. Okay. Those of you who don't want to be a part of this can leave now. Derek, please listen to me. But if you choose to stay, which it seems like you guys are choosing. Derek, please. You understand and agree to the following terms and conditions. Derek. One. Derek, this is the virus. You talking. hereby waive your right Derek, please. to your own personal bodily integrity. This is not you. Two. Per the state versus Neville Reed. My colleague and I will not be held criminally liable for any felony or misdemeanor that you may be a victim of, including, but not limited to, aggravated assault, aggravated battery, disorderly conduct, destruction of property, mayhem, and first-degree murder. And three, terms and conditions may change or be updated whenever the fuck I want! Consider yourselves notified. DJ Nubis. And DJ Neko. Here with your Mel Tyria podcast, presenting the best of 2023 and rock and metal albums. And uh, a little bit extra coming your way today. Um, extra. Yeah, a little bit extra. Extra, extra read all about it. <laughs> um, two things. One, uh, we're doing this via YouTube or recording video usually we do an audio version and i kind of just put up an overlay and put it on to uh youtube later but we're gonna be doing reverse where this is gonna be recorded video uh we're handling our it's podcast a different way and i'll be throwing it to an audio for Podbean later on um also before we get started into uh the best rock and metal albums of 2023 according to me Neko really hasn't had a chance to listen to too many things this year, but uh, one thing I do enjoy is she's familiar with some bands, other bands she's not, so she gets to kind of like give her own input and opinions on stuff that she may or may not like. But <laughs> I think a lot of the bands, like you know, that I have on my list is stuff that she's gonna dig, uh, but she'll let me know if it sucks ass, trust me immediately. Yeah, uh, well, there was one year, um. I was transitioning from one job to another and it was towards the end of the year. So DJ Anubis, he, he put a bunch of stuff on my USB drive and I was just out like running errands, listening to all like his best of that year. And I would, he was at work and I was just like texting him, Hey, I really like this. And you know, I'd take a picture cause my, my, um, my Jeep has like it, it shows you the name and stuff. So I'm like, this is what I liked. And then half the stuff I couldn't pronounce the names. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we were trying to do that this year, but things don't always work out. She's been really busy with work, which is why recently. Again, I just trans transitioned into a new role. And, um, you know, I used to travel months at a time, but this has been more like I'd be home for a week. I'd be gone for a week. Um, I'm involved in a, 
very big project at work. So like I'm always kind of working. Yeah. So right that's why I kind of doing a lot of trailer reactions on my own and stuff. So while she's busy with that, I'm just holding the fort down on the YouTube channel and whatnot. But for something like this, and of course really next week, it, we're yeah. going to be doing my top 10 movies of the year, which she will probably agree with like a couple of them. Uh, a couple others, she'd be like, are you fucking serious, dude? Um, I but, say that to you all the time. Yeah. Are you fucking serious, dude? <laughs> but I do want to, before we get into everything tonight, uh, there's been a change with me in terms of my metalhead box. Uh, eventually, or at least what the company uh, wrote to me was the particular package I had for two cassettes, a shirt and patches and stuff like that. Uh, the price had gone up because the price of cassettes had gone up. So, and they had to cut back down to one cassette per thing. So I kind of said to myself, well, you know, money's kind of tight right now. So I'll just cut out and stop the subscription for now. But I did manage to get one more box to come. Uh, so I'm going to share that with you all here, doing the unboxing with her while she's here. Oh, fun. So one of the first things we got, and I know Neko will probably dig it. Uh, it's kind of funny. Certainly it's December. It's a, a koozie with Slayer, but it's spelled Slay, like Slay Her. So very cool. Hand games. Yep, yep. So we'll, we'll go into our little, we have like a, a collection of these. Yeah, they're over there. That's where all the koozies are. Um, you know, I thought. You thought what? Oh, here it is. Never mind. Oh, almost, almost, almost lost. I did show her this the other day. Who so, uh, so the sticker here. Life is temporary, but death metal is forever. Oh, yeah. So that's going to go over there somewhere. Now, I did show her this the other day because I thought it was the best fucking thing. So uh, I always forget his name, but he's, and it's a shame because Enslaved's like one of my favorite bands ever. But he's wearing a Christmas hat and he's got a kitty cat with him in his arms. And it's a little. Come on, zoom in. There uh, we go. There we go. So it's very cool. I, I love it. This will be definitely going on my board back here. So the one cassette I got is actually an album I had talked about. I think it made my top five some at some point this year. Uh, cool. Didn't make my finals list, but it, I thought I really liked it a lot. And it's nice and pink and whatever. <gasps> it's a pink. band called Hot Graves. And the album's called Plague Wielder, which is uh, really dope. You know, I really oh, did. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's, it's very fancy. Very fancy. Fancy pants. And then the shirt I got, now I don't even know anything about this band, but the band is called Hanging Fortress. That's really cool. Yeah, so I, I do like the color. And I like I like the um like the emblem. It, it kind of reminds me of like the Maryland Death Fest emblem that they used to have. Which is funny because I went in the other day with my I think it was Temple of Dread shirt when I went to the doctor. And so our doctor, he uh oh. He goes, yeah, you know, your shirt's kind of cool. I like it. It's got like a very Viking feel about it because it did have like the helmet. And I say, yeah, man, I love that kind of stuff. It's like, yeah, I was our vacation in Iceland. I said, oh, you went to Reykjavik and all that. I was like, yeah. So we started off like their uh, superstitions with trolls and stuff like that. So kind of funny you're having this discussion with a doctor who isn't really a metal guy, but, you know, he, he's very curious about stuff that we do. He's a pretty cool doctor, and I know he... He's in his 60s now, and I've been he's been my doctor since I think I was like 10. Right. So when he retires, I'm going to cry because I, I don't know how I'm going to handle it. 
But anyway, uh, I do have a, a quick song by uh, Hot Graves. Okay. So I wanted to play it for everybody just to give them a taste of what's on that cassette and that album. Uh, I can't remember the name right off the bat. Let me see if I can think of it here because I, I think it's the opening one, Flashing Madness of Death. Cool. Yeah, so here we go. Let's Some see, of that. Let's see what we have. So yeah, that is Hot Graves from the album Plague Wielder. Yeah, very good stuff. Cool shit. So the way that this is going to work, right? right. Um, Normally, Neko and I would jump on our Sam broadcaster and and I'd have a playlist set up everything. And we would talk about the bands. And we're still going to talk a little bit about the bands, where they're from, etc. This time around, what you know, I didn't really so much picked the songs as I went and found official videos from the bands that I could. So what we'll be doing is taking a song from said records, playing them for you. Um, I'm not expecting any pushback from any band or label on this. Cause you know, we deal with the underground and they don't normally get cranky about stuff like that, but you never know. But if I have to edit it, I'll make notes in the uh, description that I had to take something out because a band didn't want it played or whatever. But normally I don't run into that problem. Yeah, normally they, they kind of do like, you know, it's allowed, you know, it's copyrighted material, but allowed by the band. Right. And this, a lot of this stuff's been out for a while throughout and, the And year, also so. we're not like pirating it. And we're <laughs> right. Not, and we're not playing it in its entirety or Well, or we will be it. playing the songs in entirety. That's how that no, works. No, we're... But what I mean is it's we are not breaking it up into tracks on our YouTube. Right, 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 right. So that's what bands get mad at the most is like if you take the entire album and put it up and yeah. then on top of that, you break break it down like, you know, how you can break it into chapters on your YouTube video. Yeah. They they really don't like that. Yeah. So uh, but I'll be playing official videos. Now, there was two bands uh, that I didn't have videos for, at least for the songs that I wanted. So I do want to give a quick shout out to Crypt from Metalomania for creating two videos for me. Oh, neat. For this. Yeah. So I very much appreciated that. Uh, it was huge. Um, and I very much appreciate that. So so how many? You said this is the t- top 10 this year? Oh, no, 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 no. We have well around 20 albums. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so... Well, without further ado, where are you going? What, oh, she's checking stuff. Work stuff. Yeah. So what we'll do now, uh, the first one I have up is one that was one of the earliest ones of the year that basically right off the bat in 2023 came up and was a, a big hit with me. And it's a band that I've followed for a long time. Neko and I have seen them more than a few times. <laughs> We're big fans. Uh-oh, who is it? Who is it? Uh, sorry, 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 guys. I'm, uh, I'm trying not to jump in and out as much as possible. She's got to do her shit, man. But I, Somehow I became important. 
like I I don't know where that came from. I'm I'm just like not important. But believe me, somehow it's like so. This will fit right with her because uh, it's so funny because the album is called "Dying of Everything" from Obituary, <gasps> and uh, a song, of course, is called "The Wrong Time." It's the wrong time. But right now, oh, this is badass already. So fucking good live. Remember that, um, that, like, death metal February that we, uh, or Valentine's Day? Cannibal Corp. What was it? It's weird. Cannibal Corp.
history so uh their debut came out in 1989 i don't know how long they existed before that obviously a lot of bands probably four or five years prior uh slowly we rot was the first record i heard which was her debut uh it was so much talked about because at the time it was so good like like here you can hear donald worth his vocals where you can kind of understand the lyrics but back then uh one of the uh the tricks or the i don't know what you would call it but like people were always like buzzing about the fact that he couldn't really understand what he was saying <laughs> right because he was just able to mask his vocals and and you know he's kind of got like it's a little bit i want to say deep you know like almost, oh they're deep yeah like a growl <laughs> at times but then he like gets up in like a middle register so it's kind of cool mm-hmm so the next band on the list okay. is a band out of Australia. So are we starting from 20 and working our way to one? or is this uh, just There's no order. No just, order? Okay. I basically, what I've done is broken them up to like, you know, kind of heavy stuff then sort of like more black metalish stuff and then into some more rockish stuff. And then we're going to work our way back into the heavier stuff. So kind of like I would do on a normal podcast, um, you know, you have the rock blocks and stuff, but, you know, I had to work it in where I feel like, certain bands have a similar vibe well, where's dj neko's pick of the week it's not in this trust me <laughs> uh it'd probably be fucking bgs or something but not this week uh so the next band on this is a band out uh perth australia by a band called ashen and uh death metal yep perth yeah very cool band now what I tried to do when I was getting prepared for all this was you are very prepared. I I, I, I am, but you know, like... I'm sort of down a little bit because I was trying to get bands to send me quick clips of them just, you know, saying, Hey, this is so and so from the band whatsoever, and we're happy to be on this list and you're listening to Milltown Radio. There was only one band that did it. Aww. And it was this band. That is so cool. Yeah, so I they're, appreciate... They're now, my, they're now my favorite band. I appreciate Shannon, guitar Shannon from Ashen for doing this. So I'm going to play a quick clip that they gave us before playing their video uh, from the new uh, debut record, actually, Ritual of Ash. So here they are. Cool. Hi, my name's Shannon, and I play guitar in the Australian death metal band Ashen. Just wanted to give a shout-out to Metal Tavern Radio. Thank you for including us on your album of the year list and for all your support. It's very much appreciated. Yes, sir. Thank you very much. I gotta make sure I follow them now. How do you spell the like Ashen? Yeah. Ashen and Ian. Okay. Yeah. So here we go. Some Ashen from the Witch Rule of Ash. Do it. I believe it's the title track too. Oops, wrong one.
Fucking amazing! It was really motherfuckers. Good. So, I, I tried to find them on X, X, and I couldn't. But they're definitely on Facebook. Mm-hmm. So look them up. But there's another Ashen band that is. You want the one that has like the. Uh, you want the Australian band. Yeah, you want the one that like. Hold on. <laughs> it it has like a red skull on it. That's the ashen that you want. So make sure you like. And then they have. Hold on. I'm trying to go up. They have a website. A website. Which is their link tree. 
which and you can always hear their shit on metal mm-hmm. radio because we do have it on our internet radio which is 24 7 okay so they did something different so they did a um uh, it's called a link tree where they put all of their links so oh, there you go make sure you subscribe to all, all their important stuff. info yeah right there all right i'm gonna doing that right now i try to do that when it's like um oh it's ashen underscore death on instagram so yeah this is badass like i love it when i find a new band that i didn't know about i mean this has happened like i said normally i try to pass this stuff along to her but like i said she's a busy woman yeah so the next band we have is a band i believe out of uh the united kingdom Birmingham, where Arnie's from. More death metal, memoriam. And I know that uh, our boy uh, from the Netherlands is very uh, big on this band. Daniel? Well, him and probably. uh, Herman? Yep. So both of them are very big on this band. So uh, they're really good, too. So this this album is, like, amazing. Um, It's called Rise of Power. It's a new record. And uh, the song that we have chosen is called All is Lost.
The ritual, yeah. My So memoriam there from the album Rise to Power. Good well, that's stuff. how they rose to power. You take down the one in power. Yeah. So uh, probably about a couple of years ago. Here's a heck. Take down the one in power and take over their throne. A couple of years ago, uh, I came across an album called Kill Grid from a band out of Richmond, Virginia called Enforced. Oh, yeah. And uh, oh, we saw them live here, the Power it. Plant Live, not uh, about a year or so ago. Very good band, great band. They released a new record, War Remains, this year. Uh, fantastic death thrash, if you like into that kind of stuff, um, like sort of like the Sepultura type stuff. And they were a lot of fun too. Like, oh yeah, I love when you go to um, when you go to shows and you get to really interact with the band, you know, at their table, um, and sometimes. I think they get like, obviously they get excited, but like when you're a fan of something and the person doesn't like, it's it's just like they were just shocked that we were just like so excited and they're just like, oh, like very humble. Buying all their shit. Yeah, yeah buying all their <laughs> stuff. I got a hoodie. But I, I think that that hits fans sometimes, especially when you're, you know, still kind of underground, but not like. You know, if you said, oh, I like the band Enforced, only like your metalhead friends would really, you know, know about them. So they they really appreciated our fandom. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's sort of the whole point of it all for us, you know, 
um to support these guys you know bands in general and do what we do here like you know it's fine to like the mainstream kind of stuff but yeah there's nothing wrong with that like but we're always been more focused on the underground and bands that don't really get mentioned that much and bands that we feel like people should know about and that's why we do stuff like this yeah there's don't don't feel like we're shitting on people who like mainstream stuff because we do too like we like all kinds of music but the purpose of these shows is really to just showcase showcase and so uh from the new record war remains this is a song called starve by enforce
was really good. Yeah, these guys, when we talk about bands like Nomos being uh, on the rise and doing great stuff, uh, these guys are right behind them. Um, they're really making a name for themselves and four star and. And uh, Richmond, believe it or not, um, is a pretty like heavy metal hub. Yeah, like, they do get some great bands out of there, and uh, these guys. Yeah, I mean, making noise, man, making noise. It's it's and Richmond's actually we've it's not too far from us. We've actually, I mean, it's not close, but it's about two ish hours. Two and a half hours. Yeah, we've we've been there multiple times just to see shows like and it's never disappointed like mm. we've been we've been pretty happy with every time we go down there what was that one place called wonderland it was that really crazy bar where there's like doll's heads on the ceiling i don't at, remember but it was, it was like a, wonderland it was a dive. i think we saw napalm death and exhumed down there and uh and it it's, it's a metal bar yeah like it's it's um there used to be a place called and friends of ours from psychotic defilement when they were still around and not a, a band anymore, but they were from there. And heck, are you wearing a shirt or which one? Yeah, it's psychotic yep. defilement. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Representing. Yeah, we, uh, we like Richmond. Like mm -hmm. I, there have been many times where I've considered maybe we should move to Richmond. It's not too bad. Yeah. Not too bad. It's better than both. Baltimore. <laughs> we do get some good bands from Baltimore, though. Let's face it. And we are very fortunate that, um, you know, Baltimore does have the capability to host small and large. Fans. I mean, that's probably the only real big advantage is that we are like literally 15 minutes from two uh, clubs or uh, places that do a lot of metal shows. Like that's just a big thing. For we have, but see, that's a, this is what I mean. Like, yes, we have. Royal Farms Arena, which is like, you know, where like Celine Dion goes and all the big, big, big places. But we're fortunate that you were saying we have Soundstage and Ramshead Live. And then down in um in the power plant area, they also do outdoor things. And they have the other, I can't remember the name of that damn smaller club. Like, we're fortunate that Baltimore has got like the medium size places too. So that bands who are not looking to sell out an arena, mm -hmm. they can come through here too. A lot of places don't get that. You either get the teeny tiny clubs, which we have here as well, or teeny tiny bars, or you get, this is like the arena. This is where everything happens. And then bands just never go through your town. But because we have multiple venues around, we're, we've been lucky to see bands where you don't think they're going to like, okay, well maybe that's why they skip over your, your town because you don't have a venue. That's going to make sense. Yep. So next band up band started as a name called a cultist, I believe, uh, or a cult. Mm -hmm. And, uh, they're actually their work under call. They did like three records, I think under that name and it was really good, but then they eventually changed to Legion of the damned. And uh, they have a, a theme that I always enjoy sometimes with uh, the, the album Sons of a Jackal, Werewolves and stuff. So uh, the did new... The did the band members change or were they just going for like a different theme or... It could be that they were... Someone else had the name. I don't remember what the reasons were for the change, but they've been under Legion of Damned since like 2006. So before that, obviously Colt. But uh, the new record, The Poison Chalice, is out now. Ooh. And... Uh, very good record, man. I, they put out a lot of good stuff. Uh, this video we have is called Contamination from that. They also did an EP, which I listened to prior to this. So 
very uh very happy about this band very cool great stuff and uh death thrash again along the same lines as in force so here we go with legions of the damned oh cool relapse or napalm records excuse me that's relapse
fucking vicious band. That was really, really, really tight. It's very tight. But very tight. Very tight. I liked it a lot. And again, first time I've heard this band, so I'm digging it. Yeah, so how do you feel so far with the first? I'm uh, agreeing with you. Um, I haven't found any that I'm going to give you the thumbs down yet. Yet. <laughs> now, as we go into a couple of bands that are into the more black metal stuff. There's a couple of black metal bands that I Yeah, like and both of these, one of them you actually don't mind too much. So Yeah, it's so weird with you with black metal. Like Sometimes she'll be like surprised you like liking up too, but then she'll dislike another band. Like she likes Immortal, but you know, it's just... It depends on the band uh, and what they're doing, but I think, this band... I think because uh, Absu and Immortal have a little bit of uh, theatrics that they lean into, yeah. and you know me, I'm all about theatrics. King Diamond, Ghost, anybody who does a little show for me, I'm on a Marth. They got the whole... Everybody has a show. Yeah. If you give me a show, I'm like, you're 10 out of 10. Are you not entertained? <laughs> that's, that's why I... I mean, like, the whole idea of of watching a metal show whether it be a small place or a larger place is to be entertained so like that's why i think sometimes um you know metal bands they're very very high energy most of the time and every time we see a band they just bring it you know mm -hmm. they're they're playing they're just uh, and sometimes you're like I'm tired watching that dude play the drums or I'm tired watching that dude headbang, but they're really out there. And you know what? It was fun. Every time we go out and watch, who did we just go see? Stabbing, um, suffocation. Mm -hmm. and yeah. A bunch of them. So we did a little review on that. And that was like, I mean, it's been a couple of months, but like it was, it was my birthday. And the whole idea was like, it was, we thought it was going to be like a, chiller it was middle of the week we're like man it'll be great it's gonna be nice and, and it was intimate as in they packed us in there like sardines and was... everybody came out on a wednesday that's good that's what you want <laughs> support those bands but it was fun it was a lot of fun. so this next band uh i've actually really enjoyed them from day one they're from uh joel's neck of the woods in olympia washington a band oh, called an atmospheric black metal band called wolves in the throne room oh yeah. throne room don't I? Or do Crop? I hate them? No, I don't think you hate them. Uh, but they've, you know, they put out an EP called Crypto Ancestral Knowledge this year. Uh, they started out in about 2004. And uh, very, very cool band. I, I the One thing was interesting was um, a couple of years ago. So you remember Mary runs that Shadow Woods yeah, Festival? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she'd invited these guys to play it some time ago, about three or four years yeah, ago. Yeah, she's, she's like a promoter for local. But um, they turned her down because they said that their music isn't very good outside or wasn't meant to be outside. And I, I thought that was kind of weird because judging by how she set it up with the cabins and then the forest, because uh, I, I never, we never been there. We never got a chance to go to any of her festivals, but like. I would think the setting would have been great for something like wolves. So I don't know if like there's always this reputation with them that they're kind of assholes or elitist pricks. I don't really know much about them, so I can't really make that judgment. But the music is exceptional. I I think sometimes you know um, there are bands where they they don't want to play outside. And remember, ten years ago maybe more when. Well, we do know that like so. 
when we went to MDF. That's what I was getting ready to say. And they had that tent. And it was actually Take that played out in the sun. Like, that's like he should have never been on that time of day. It should have been evening. Mm -hmm. um, the one year, though, they when they remodeled Sonar and there was no availability indoors to actually have. They took the they, Sonar didn't tell MDF. They took the stage down and turned it into a nightclub. And there was like a gigantic bar in the middle of a dance floor. And they're like, what the fuck are we supposed to do? Yeah, we can't do anything with this. What are you doing? So what they did to compensate. the stages outside. They, yeah, they, but there are some bands, they do not play outside. They, they, I guess they're, they feel they don't have the acoustics. The vibe. Yeah. Yeah. So they put a tent up, but then they also had their two outdoor stages. Yeah, I think the one year that we went to MDF, it was the first year that Tom and Herman came and they had it set up perfectly. They had two outdoor stages kind of like up on those hills. Mm -hmm. And then indoors, they had that one room, which was nothing but merchandise. And the other indoor area before they took the stage away was a nice indoor stage area. And as it's it's just gotten, I mean, we have we are going to go in May mm -hmm. and I'm actually like, I, I joke at work. Forbidden sign. That's right. Forbidden's going to be there. We may not go every single day, but we're, we're going to get there. And I can tell you this, even if they sell out every single ticket for every single day, something will pop up as we get closer I need to sell my tickets. Mm -hmm. We, I have no fear that we're going to miss this show. Yeah. And I am planning. Like, in fact, I don't think it's ever really sold out. Like even when it was indoors, like. Oh, it's sold out before. It has. It has. Yeah. That's why we. Um, or just buy. Their we always have, that's why we've always bought. They sell out the daily tickets and they sell out the, oh, the yeah. all access passes too. But my, like what I said, I, you know what? Okay. Maybe we, we were going to go on Saturday or maybe we're going to go on Friday, whatever. I am taking the time off. I am stacking my PTO and I'm taking like three weeks off in May. That'll be after all this madness is over. And I am going to Maryland Death Fest. I am chilling out. I don't care what. I might do nothing. We might just drink, listen to metal, go to MDF, and eat pizza. That's my, like per that is my perfect vacation. So uh, <laughs> here is Wolves in the Throne Room from their recent EP. This is called Twin Mouth Spring.
own songs. I'm like, about three minutes in, I'm like, let's just let's just get this just done. done. <laughs> yeah. So that was like one of their more shorter songs that they'd done. They have like 13 to 15 minute opuses sometimes. So Jesus. they're good though. They're fucking very good. They're not bad. I, I don't I don't dislike them. I'm not saying they're my favorite because black metal in general is not like my favorite genre. Um, but I do like them. I, I, I just it's all when it comes to black metal like i was just saying like it starts to get it's something like that gets a little too long so it gets a little grating on me i like to appreciate it and then like it feels like sometimes it's too much like oh it's too much too much black metal well we're going to continue along that path a little bit but um the next band out of oakland california Progressive post-black death metal band Dawn of Ouroboros. Um, 2020, their Art of Mythology album uh, is amazing. I actually have a shirt from them. I have the uh, vinyl that I got because it was one of my favorite records from 2020. Is that the one that Neko ruined the the poster? So I ordered you a new one. No, that was ruins a better ass. (laughs) But uh, anyway, this year they released uh, Velvet Incandescence and... uh, a little bit of a different vibe. It's similar, but uh, they did get a little more proggy on there, which is kind of cool. Um, not wankery type stuff, but... Is um proggy black metal? Yeah. And so, you know, it's sort of like in the vein of Enslaved and stuff like that. So I like Enslaved. But the biggest thing about it is initially when I was listening to them, I thought because they have a vocalist, Chelsea Murphy, who I thought was just doing the clean vocals initially. I just they, noticed... That minus one poster behind you. Yes. I ordered that. <laughs> yep. Fuck yeah, dude. You know it. Oh. Godzilla. Oh my God. How long has it been up there? Probably a couple of days. But Chelsea does both the clean and rough vocals for Who this does? band. Chelsea Murphy, the vocalist. Okay. So uh, you probably get a kick out of this. I think you'll enjoy this. Uh, they're a good band. Uh, I really kind of want to interview them. I, I had kept meaning to reach out to them this year, but just shit just got so busy. Um, but I really do want to interview them at some point. Uh, they're a band that intrigued me. Uh, but this uh, song from the album is called Velvet Moon from Dawn of Ouroboros. Oh, that, yeah, that's right. That's Ouroboros. The, the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
Okay, good ending. Beautiful. Beautiful. And we love cats, mm-hmm. even though ours would be all over the place and tearing up the joint. Ours in are in our bedroom right now taking a snooze, but... If forcibly because i can't run around we've had so many incidents where we're trying to record something and they're like pulling out wires and climbing up our leg and yeah i just have, i can't basically afford. one is a kitten she's she's very very young and the other one is two but she still is a kitten and they're they're just maniacs they they brazilian jujitsu all over the house and knock shit over and it's a nightmare but yeah we love them. can't you can't do that can't let them do that Okay. Uh, I know. Sorry, sorry. That's okay. Donovan Boris out of Oakland, California. Definitely a band to check out. Uh, post, right. Progressive post-black death metal. Mm-hmm. I love when they have like some of the most... What was the one? Reindeer grinding. Oh, that's... Yeah, Price that of yeah. Heavy trip. <laughs> so oh now uh, the next seven records are the all... Next seven. Are all going to be kind of a mixture of rock and metal and uh, just, you know, stuff that's a little bit more adventurous. Stuff that caught your ear this year. Yeah. And uh, another record from this band that their last record made my album of the year then, Echo Echo Closion. I think that's how you pronounced it from uh, Grave Huffer with Richie, who we interviewed a few months back. And we actually interviewed him right a few months before this record came out. So I had a chance to hear it ahead of time. So I already knew it was going to make my list this year. Uh, this is one of the videos where Crypt from Metal Mania made the video for us. So I was very happy about that. Um, so much appreciated to Crypt for that, um, obviously. And uh, I'm really excited to show this because, you know, obviously I'm going to give them some promo. Uh, but Grave Huffer, definitely uh, out of Missouri. They've played... Um, What's the festival here for uh, Tennessee Devastation? Yeah, they've Metal. been there a couple years uh, doing that. Uh, Richie's a cool dude. The guys are cool. Uh, the the cool thing about this record, depart from so much evil, is that it, it's a bit more progressive than what they were doing initially. And I and when we were talking with Richie, like you know, people were kind of initially conflicted about it, but it seems like the reception to it has been very positive. Like I think the band is very strong. They're going in a good direction. Uh, they've kind of found their own sound now. And so uh, here we go with uh, Brainstorm from the album Depart from So Much Evil from Grave Huffer. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cool vibe. Crip did a good job with it.
paper towel. Just rub some dirt on it. They're like, that was a losing effort. Yeah, right. <laughs> fucking bird came in, ate all my fucking bitch, and <laughs> lost my hand. Right. Yeah, so that was Grave Hopper. I actually think that the video perfectly. Yeah, Crypt did a really good job with that. Fit nicely with it. Uh, so next in line is a bandit. Neko is very familiar with. They're from Baltimore, Maryland. And uh, their last album, Avoid, made my favorite of that year. Did get a chance to see him at Fishhead Cantina some time ago. I uh, didn't get to sit and talk with them, but I did get some merch while there. She was actually out on the boat at the time, which was sucky because I know she would have enjoyed it. But um, their sure new record of version uh, is amazing, too. So I really, really enjoyed oh my 51. God. Yeah. Hey, guys. We've been fans of theirs for 20 years. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. Yep, going all the way back to the I early mean, we got 2000s. This really awesome poster around the corner, you which is signed, it. yeah, which is signed. And I have, oh my god, I wonder if I can find it. So, back in the day, I think like 2007, maybe 2006, they were giving out these like little mini CDs, but they played in regular mm -hmm. CD players, but they were singles, big. yeah, it would they were crazy. I'm like, is this a toy? Like I, I couldn't. It was always for the song conditioner, mm -hmm. which was amazing. And so, like, I always wondered what happened to it. And then, like, I guess I they just took a break, of... you know, because they had to, you know, family, kids, etc. But yeah, it was about two years ago, I think. Yeah, that popped back on the radar, and I was like, radar. "Oh, sweet new record!" And, and I amazing. follow them on Facebook still. I mean, this is how old we are. Like, I've been on the Facebook, the Facebook since it was the Facebook, and um. Now, I do wonder, like, you remember, you actually pointed to me the other, like, a few months back, because they did a cover of Billy Idol's Eyes Without a Face, which was amazing. It's good. Um, so, I don't know, like, the, the last time was a void. This one's called a version. So, I don't know if there's, like, a, a connection. Maybe the guys can clear it up for us that there's going to be, like, this series or trilogy of albums that they're working on, uh, if there's a theme that's running with it. But this song is called Cursey Rhymes. Now, this is more, like, industrial rock. Well, but, that, that's that's how they've kind of been. Oh yeah, yeah. And so, but they have a heavy attitude, which is great, and they're really great live. Like I, I highly recommend seeing them live. They're great. They put on great shows. So here it is with uh, Fifty One Peg with Cursory Rhyme. And this is their official video. Mm -hmm. Oh, nice.
Yeah, the thing about the band is that they've really grown as uh, as artists and writers. Like, even if they took time off, like they, as you said, they didn't really miss a beat. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm trying to remember the band that they opened. It was like the Gothic Theater down in Baltimore back in the early 2000s. And I know I talked to them before about it. Um, it was the band with the girl that got signed to Century Media around the same time. Um, now you make my brain hurt. Yeah, I just I, I fucking hate myself because I always forget the band. And I actually talked to one of the members not too long ago. I was like, "Oh man, you're still around." And like, I remember seeing you guys at Metal March uh, March Melt- Meltdown in 2000. He's like, "Yeah, that's when we got signed to Century Media." But then Chris and I went and saw them, uh, and they and Fifty One Pig had opened for them. Um, oh, um. But uh, anyway, like. They're just they're so strong and they're so good live and like they're a lot of fun. 
uh, cool dudes, very humble. Um, never had any issues with them whatsoever. Uh, their music, like I said, just it, each album, the last couple of albums are just so strong, well-written, everything. And I'm happy they've kind of like resurfaced, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. I, I, it's funny because like, as we get older, we have these snapshots in time. So we associate 51 Peg kind of like, um, remember they were doing that show with Drive Set. Mm -hmm. um, you just kind of have that whole, and it's a complete different time. I mean, like two of the members of Drive Set are gone now. Like, right. so we really are seeing the hands of time, like just, you know, time marches on you know but that little snippet of our lives lives back in you know the early 2000s that doesn't have to be the end of 51 peg you know they're like all right we're coming back you know well there's probably various reasons i mean obviously life gets in the way and then you know uh sometimes it's just people clamor they say hey man i really love that stuff you should guys keep doing music so and then it's they hard like you know just in general when you're trying to be a band um, oh, I was I was kind of saying this to DJ Anubis. Um, they're on Instagram as 51 underscore peg. And they they're self-described as 51 peg or a dark synth rock band influenced by Depeche Mode, Nine Inch Nails and more named after the extrasolar planet 51 Pegasi. I think I'm pronouncing that. Pegasus one. probably. Pegas no, yeah. no, it's P-A-G-A-S-I. OK, Pegasi. Yeah, I saw that somewhere on an image or something. So I, I really, I really find that cool. And um, now think about this: though. how fucking cool would it be for those guys to go on tour with, like, say, uh, Gary Newman or Project Pitchfork? How fucking sweet would that, that be? That would be really cool. Because we're I really love, into those artists as well. I love Project Pitchfork, man. I really do. So here's an interesting band pick, sorry, guys. that's up next, right? So I often forget that this chick, uh, who is from New York. Mm -hmm. I, because of the style of music with being atmospheric black metal and folk, I because she's so influenced by stuff from Norway and everything else with her black metal project, and she made a lot of like heads turn when she came out. There was a lot of controversy because she has like a pop background, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, wow. Who, who, who? And you are very hot and cold with her. Like you tend to like more of the clean singing, the very simple stuff from Merker. And Merker. I like Merker. Now, she has a new record called Spine that came out this year, which ironically is pretty highly rated on Metal Archives, which is shocking because when I listen to this record, there's some like pop elements in it. Okay. So they do have the black metal stuff in there, but she also has some rock and, and pop elements in there. So like I've always been a big fan, obviously. Uh, but, you know, it, some she's very hot and cold with people. And like with the black metal elitists, uh, they do not like her, but they can fuck off. I don't care. Uh, I just never got into like the elitism part of all that shit. But her music is great and her drive and her uh, passion for the genre is great. Genre. And she brings something different to it. So this is the title track, I believe. Let me just double check here. Make sure I got my ducks in order. Your ducks in a row? Yep. Uh, no, this song is actually called Moth Like. So this is from the album Spine. Moth Rack. I think you'll find it very the interesting. Night falls, I watch you sleep the dust 
from the ceiling falls and my hands are warm. The moth-like creatures. I wish I had their Like her a lot. Like her a lot. <laughs> like her a lot.
<laughs> yeah. He doesn't like when I do that because it's like the grudge shit. The Don't grudge. So next up, uh, another band that kind of faces controversy. Now, I don't know a lot about this band because this is the first record I've really heard from them, but they've had some previously. I need to go back and check out because I really love this album. What kind of controversy? Like It's what? similar to what happened with Kingdom Come. So basically, this band has been kind of mocked or frowned upon because they have a very Zeppelin sound. And people think that they're trying too hard to be Zeppelin, but I'm like, you know, there's always a lot of bands that take influence from the past. And we, you know, you hear me play stuff all the time that I say, oh, you know, this band has like a very 70s vibe, even though they're their own thing. Uh, and I think this band here, um, Greta Van Fleet, is certainly one of those bands. I think they have like uh, influence from the back in the day, but. Wait a minute. So Greta Van Fleet is. This is part of your top 20 of the year? Top albums, yeah. Why? Just very surprised. Wow. Why? Wow. You know of them? Yes. Really? Yes. No shit. Which is actually quite... Well, funny. there you go. Yeah, so she she knows of a band I really didn't know much. I mean, I heard the name, but I just didn't know much about them. But when I was reading up, people were like, oh, yeah, they're fucking terrible man they're like zeppelin clones i'm like well what did you pull up well they're not they're not on metal archives but did you pull up their wiki or anything i didn't um but like obviously i listened to the record uh, their new record star catcher is amazing um the song that i chose here where is it oh um meeting the master and so We'll check it out. She'll look up the info and then she can give me the rundown. But after it's over, what, but what exactly is a rundown? The rundown. But yeah, this album's amazing. Like, like I think the band's great. I, I probably have to go and kind of look at their live stuff because I kind of saw some stills of them and they look like they dress up in the seventies attire and whatnot, which is kind of cool. I, I'm just. I'm not, surprised you knew it and I didn't. That's that's crazy. Yeah, I, I'm surprised. Like, not. I'm not saying this band is bad at all, but it's just I I didn't think that you this would be like your thing that's all huh. well, I like classic rock and definitely up that vibe what they really look like and I did not expect them to look like that. I think the music's fantastic. 
I mean, well, maybe it doesn't crack me up. You're so into like the underground mm-hmm. that this is like a mainstream band. Okay, well, sure, but like, I, like how mainstream? Like, I never even thought that. Like, sure, I thought people would know of them, but like, are they like 
are we talking like Muse type mainstream, like way up there? Yeah, their their debut single "Highway Tune" topped the Billboard U.S. Mainstream Rock and Active Rock charts in September 2017. For well, you know what? That that's around. actually kind of a good thing because when you and I and other people that we talk with, we always talk about how stale rock has become with since like 2000. But so, it's good to hear a band like this. Yeah, a band like this is paying a lot of homage to like the 70s classic rock era. And if they're popular, that's pretty fucking amazing to accomplish that. Their their first full-length studio album, Anthem of the Peaceful Army, was released October in 2018 and topped the Billboard Rock Albums chart in the first week. Definitely have to check out the earlier shit. because the, <laughs> the album's first single, When the Curtain Falls, was released ahead of it in July and became the band's third number one single on the U.S. Billboard Mainstream Rock chart. I'll definitely have to see if I can find us some vinyl too. This is so good. So, there's... this is the kind of shit you have to listen to on vinyl. It's just great. <laughs> so great. they have um, they were it's it's a they're they're brothers. So they are um, all of them, or just a couple of them? three out of four are brothers. Oh wow! So it's the Bee Gees. Yeah. <laughs> so the lead singer, Josh, who is vocals, and Jake guitar and sam who is um also a brother but josh and jake are twins mm -hmm. and jake or excuse me sam is also a brother and danny is the drums okay. so it's a it's like you said like the bgs but they like there's a quote in here i had this is what i wanted to um jake the singer he said went through a, a year of really intensely studying what Jimmy Page did to the point he knew how he thought. He has also studied other classic rock guitars in a similar manner, specifically mentioning Pete Townsend. Mm -hmm. And likewise, on his voice being compared to Robert Plant's, Josh said that Plant has certainly been an influence, so it's not what I was going for. Stating that he did not even know who Led Zeppelin was until they were in high school, he explained that the singing style had come out naturally one day while struggling to be heard over the rest of the band. So, um, Plant, in, a, in an interview, Plant said, Greta Van Fleet, they are Led Zeppelin part two, and described Josh as a beautiful little singer. So... Yeah, so I, I like look I, again. Even if it's uh, even if it is an homage, like, well, even if it's even, not intentional, like who cares? Like the fact that you can pull that shit off, and and that plant is like you sound real good. Like yeah, yeah, you're getting kudos <laughs> from the actual band members. Like that's amazing. So I didn't know this much about uh, Greta Van Fleet, and I've heard them before, and I knew that they were quite successful. And I am just really impressed that you're like. I just appreciate this band. Like I love bands that, especially modern bands that give the vibe of classic rock. Like I just love that era. Like I was, I grew up through that. Like even though I'm an eighties child, and hard and hair rock was kind of like my first dive into music. Like, but yeah, I'm, I'm the force. same way. I was. I know. I wasn't even around in the seventies. I like um... that's the shit that I grew up on. So like I just, I kind of love it. And I can appreciate when a band can capture that sound. Like it's their own stuff. But they capture that sound, like like Blackwater Holy Light. Them, yeah. Um, and even though they got like a little bit of a doom vibe in them, but uh, Black Mountain mm -hmm. does this. Like, there's just very cool bands that are able to capture this sound, and I'm like, that is amazing, and I love it. 
and I I'm here for it. All he's here it. for it. He's like I'm I'm, I'm here down, for I'm it. Downloading all of Greta Van Fleet shit now. Yeah. Um, next band. Now this band should feel privileged to be in my list only because Privilege. I'm very picky about my power metal stuff. And, um, this band comes out of Germany. Well, that's uh, where power metal belongs. But, you know, aside from like, you know, Primal Fear, Halloween, stuff like that, um, Germany's Vanish. Uh, Wait a minute, whoa, whoa, whoa. Where's the cod pieces? No, no, they don't have to have copies. I thought that was like a rule for power metal. That's more like heavy metal. Like that's like man of war type stuff. Yeah, but man of war is is power metal. They're more heavy metal, power metal. But uh, 2023 is a hint of solace, which actually has a nice 93 score on metal archives. Is a nice thing to see. Um, This particular track from the album is called uh, Crowd Piercer. And uh, I think Nick will enjoy this. Yeah. I do like power metal. We who create a poison also have the cure. Okay, I like it already. <laughs> really into pulse right now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is the fact that.
Thoughts? Loved it. Like, nice. Loved it. Loved it. That's that's my jam, you know. Like, love the guitars. I love the high energy. I that's something I will always appreciate. Like, yeah, it's it's the reason why a lot of times power metal has to be very like I'm very picky with this because it has to have chemistry. Like, it's it's one of the genres I feel like it's the most important. So your singer has to have harmony with the guitars and the music because a lot of times I'll, I'll hear a band where musically they sound amazing but their their power metal vocalist is just like vocalist just isn't quite there like they're missing the marks and they're and they're just not there like and it takes a very special kind of singer to that's do that's why this i said stuff. like vortex is the ultimate power metal singer even though he was like singing in a black metal band well like, yeah he's more the the proggy type but he has the clean vocals but you know you think of like ralph shelper's of primal fear that dude has mm-hmm. some pipes, you know or even uh, michael kiss of halloween yeah, so it just takes a very special kind of singer to pull this stuff off with the music that you're singing. And to. and power metal is very technical. People don't like realize that. Did you like you know how they're zooming in on the the fingers and and mm-hmm. all the intricate work? Like, well, I was watching him as he was finger tapping and everything. I'm like, man, how far have we come since when Eddie Van Halen like introduced that? You know what I mean? Like, it's just so crazy. I mean, yeah, like. Eddie Van Halen was doing it. Uh, ACDC was doing it like back in the early 80s. And it was kind of like. I hate saying revolutionary, but it was like a whole new a whole new thing, like to play the guitar like that, because if you think about like the way music and guitar was taught and it was very much like chords, harmonize your chords with your voice. I mean. For fuck's sake, like I was in high school and I got an acoustic guitar when I was in ninth grade. And like, I fucking can't play anything. I, if you gave me a guitar, I'd be like, oh, nice. <laughs> but I um, I really was into the whole idea of I'm going to do that kind of like Joan Baez folk singer thing. And oh, God, you're going to love this. I, I don't even know if I've ever told you this story. No shit so i got the guitar for christmas i can't remember if my parents gave it to me or my grandfather and sherry but i got the guitar i was that's all i was asking for when i was 14 is i want i want an acoustic guitar i want an acoustic guitar and then i also got and i don't know if everybody is as old as me and you remember those like vhs learn piano in two weeks learn guitar in two weeks so i I got the (laughs) i got the vhs of how to play guitar in two weeks in two weeks so my dumbass would put the tape in here i'll get myself already so i might sit down like i did playing rock band cross-legged on the floor with my real guitar but the problem is i am right-handed but I like to play guitar left-handed because you're supposed to like strum with your dominant hand. But in my mind, I'm like, I should be like progressing with my dominant hand because that's harder work than strumming. 
So they got me a right-handed guitar and I'm trying to play it left-handed while watching these videos. And like, if you look at it, it had like a little thing where like, if you, if you look at a lot of acoustic guitars where you're strumming down, it's like a little like plate to like not real. So my plate's upside down. I'm trying to play the fucking guitar. I'm strumming and I cannot keep up with like Michael row the boat ashore. And I'm like, this is where I realize I am not <laughs> meant to play guitar. And I gave it to my friend Jimmy a few years later. It was so funny because when I was playing for a little bit, you know, obviously uh, my guitar teacher was teaching me round and round by rat. At least you had a teacher out of VHS. But so I had to do a recital. And so I did it. But like, but I remember as we're playing together, because obviously I'm doing certain chords Uh and I can hear the song in the chords I'm playing, but she's playing the rhythm part and i'm actually enjoying the rhythm part more so you're trying to like get into the rhythm well i actually i noticed when i was playing like it was kind of cool because she's very very smart and and whatever like i missed one of my moments so i kind of went over one of my uh progressions Mm -hmm. and she caught it so she just kept playing so finally i got back on track and we finished the song but so cool you had like her as an accompanist yes and so like it sounded great and i was like but man she's playing the shit that i want to play like but I wanna... she's like she's so trained in right. music that she heard and filled in where you were kind well, of and we out. had the sheet music and everything so she knew what to play behind me the sad thing is for me is the only instrument i was ever successful with playing is the fucking trumpet i tried to play the guitar failed. i tried playing drums i play guitar but like my add just kicks in and i just i can't concentrate and then but like, anyway the funny thing is too like remember when i was in college and like this is how old i am and how long he and i have been together when i was in college i took a, a music class a piano class it was, i didn't have to have like a recital or anything it was like strictly for I wanted to know more about sheet music. I wanted to be able to identify keys on the keyboard because I just, I just, it blew my mind that there are people who can actually sit and read sheet music like it was nothing. But I told my piano teacher when I was in college, I'm like, you know, I played the trumpet like all through elementary and middle school and I can't read sheet music. And she's like, how? And I'm like, well, I'd look at sheet music and they would tell you like, this is an A and you go like this. And that's just how I associated it. So I never understood like the um, technicality behind it. I just said, A is this, B is this. Like, I don't know. I just, I guess I'm not a musical person. That's why like all of this is so beautiful to me when we see these amazing artists just like putting yeah, stuff man. together. So talented. Okay, so many I'm great bands. Uh, so this album was actually the last entry for the year. Like it just caught me off guard. Wasn't expecting it. When um, did they release it? It's this year. Yeah. Um, it, it might have been. Uh, let me see what November twenty fourth. So it's it, it is you know later in the game. Thanksgiving here. release. Um, now the band also consists of um members of in the woods and green carnation which are both bands i've been following for a long time which i did not know initially so the band is called strange new dawn and it's progressive doom metal rock uh you won't i know you get terrified when you hear doom in anything but don't fear this band doesn't really spend a whole lot of time in that uh a lot of time in that area but 
uh, when I initially, I thought they were kind of like a whole new band, but they've been around since 2014. This is like one of their side projects that they do. Uh, but I was really surprised when I said their location is Christensen or are they uh, in, Christensen, Agder, Norway? So that's they're what out of I Norway. thought, Norway. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. is Christensen one of those islands? It may be. Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> but this is definitely the opening track uh, from the record called Journey Within. I think, you know, like I, when I was listening to it, I was like, dude, this has a very classic rock vibe. And that's sort of one of the things I kind of appreciated about it. So we'll see how Neko feels when we're All done. All right. Currently uh, 27 degrees in Christian Sand. Oh, no, Christian Sand. Oh, okay. I already love it.
change up there. tell she's not into that at all <laughs> thoughts good effort good effort good effort guys i i it's not your speed i know and that happens like she there are bands that she just isn't feeling so i get it i feel bad because well, you don't feel they have like a great like presence but it's just not my style of music at all that's all that needs to be said uh so uh, the last one basically and kind of this like more rockish metal stuff that we got going on before we go down the down stretch here into the little bit heavier stuff um is a band from an artist that we interviewed not too long christopher iverson from norway with diaspora Mm -hmm. his newest record pendulum which came out this year uh Great dude, very cool. Uh, been following him for a few years now. Love his his albums mm-hmm. and his we project. Love, 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 love DS4. Yeah, and he's just a really cool dude. Very humble, and I, the fact that he took time to talk to us and and work that because I had been promising him an interview forever, and finally got around to doing it. So I was happy to do that and chat with him a bit. So he was a really cool cat. Um, so Pendulum Man again, very cool record. Uh, he does like this. Frog black metal stuff. Which and it's is, him. You guys have to realize it's all him. And he does. Everything and is it's him. very much like in sort of like enslaved. So like if you are a fan like enslaved like I am, then 
this is the kind of speed of stuff that you would dig. And the track that we chose, which the video is also put together by Crypt for Metal Mania, so much kudos oh, to him for doing. Yep. So uh, this is called Shattered from the album Pendulum. morbid (laughs) 
Great video. That was so good. It was so powerful. Like, it, it's insane. Like, you were just saying, like, the power of music can take something and elevate it. And, yep. It's pretty badass. 10 out of 10. That's 10 out of 10. Love that record. Love that dude. Uh, check it out, man. Check If you have not checked out any of his work, please go. You have to understand, it. Diaspora is a one man. And, yeah it's like it's the en encompassing everything like music vocals arranges it arranges all. everything and and he he was kind of telling us like you know it's kind of his therapy and mm -hmm. he he really enjoys um just like nunu mm -hmm. he he does the Sao same Kui. yeah Sakwi. he just kind of like gets in there and it's his release Yep. He's like, okay, today is the day that I'm going to go in there and I'm going to make music and that. And Chris, like, of Diaspora, he's very similar. Like, he he sounds amazing. He sings amazing. So when you hear, like, these really great vocals and just this great arrangement, it just kind of, like, invokes an emotion. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. 
All right. So next up, uh, we've got two, four, six, eight more songs, albums, basically. So next one up is a band out of Finland called Warman. Now, you normally, uh, one of my favorite songs from them is all times have been from Dawn off of Beyond Abilities from 2001. Um, but I've never really had an album where like I've liked every single song off the the record. But um, definitely a talented band. They actually do a pretty cool uh, uh, Journey cover that Neko would probably dig. Uh, I did a few years ago. But uh, likes anything Journey. Yeah, she does. Does she? Yes. Uh, so uh, from the album Here for None, this is Hell on Four Wheels.
So yeah, Neko went to take a little potty break. But as you can see, one of the great things about Warman with their power slash mellow death is that their keyboard like is nuts. Like they always use crazy ass keyboards, how they incorporate it into the music. And uh so much fun and great stuff there for sure. And uh yeah, so I got my partner back here yeah, at the little I'm sorry, key break. Come for a second. Come for a second. <laughs> continuing to sort of mellow death yeah, now this is a, mellow. this is another band that over the years i've always like selected tracks from their records you know for the last couple of decades but it wasn't until this year that again like warman you felt uh, like the entire album really like spoke to you right so scar symmetry uh their newest oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. their newest record the singularity phase two is enotaph uh, band out of Sweden. Uh -huh. They've been around for a long time. A lot of great stuff. Uh, mixing both uh, rough like and Nordic uh, type <laughs> bands. Yeah, uh, but they're really, really good. And this song is uh, a really cool track from them. Um, I just uh, they're really cool band. So it's a ba it's a song called Zenotaph after recent release. And okay, so check it out. Let's check. Let's. <laughs>
So yeah. Scar Symmetry Xenotaph from the Singularity Phase 2 Xenotaph. Uh, next up, we're going to get a little bit faster, a little bit shorter. Uh, and of course, it's some girl power in the form of Nervosa. And uh, definitely out of Brazil. Uh, started out as a three-piece going back to 2014, but eventually about two or three albums ago made it into a four-piece. Now, one of the members uh, who had joined about a couple albums ago, Mia Wallace, I think she took that from Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, she had actually started out playing bass for Abath. Really? Yeah, and then she joined this group, but as I'm looking at it at Metal Archive, she's no longer the bassist currently. So maybe she's moving on to something else or whatever, but uh, they play their blend of thrash death metal and uh, their newest record here, uh, Jailbreak, is fucking amazing and uh, certainly worth uh, showing you all a little taste of Nervosa here. Sounds good. Oh, they found records again. Uh-huh. This song is called Elements of Sin.
yeah, one thing I didn't mention also, I did notice that uh, the other singer they initially had the last couple of records, Diva Santatica, is not there. So she's no longer with the band either. So Prika, the guitarist, is back on vocals there. Oh. So, they, yeah, they shuffled around again. Uh, I guess they're just trying to find the right fit for what they're doing. Uh, but they sound tighter than ever, and Jailbreak is an amazing fucking record. I mean, like, I I often wonder sometimes just you know, from 25 years ago when I was like really discovering music, I'm a teenager and stuff. And I was kind of identifying with, with punk rock and, you know, I've, I always like metal, but I think sometimes the very like, uh, similarities, I guess is the best way to put it with punk rock and death metal just kind of has always made me, as soon as I hear death metal, I kind of like have that same visceral reaction to it. And this is no exception. I really enjoyed it. Yep. And so uh, me loving my Australian bands, uh, again, also another theme with this band that I've loved every single record they put out from Melbourne, a band called Werewolves. And uh, every single thing they've put out, I've enjoyed. And they're just so fucking amazing playing technical black death metal. Uh, And, uh, yeah, man, their newest record, My Enemies Look and Sound Like Me, is really reflective of myself. <laughs> She's not even going to argue. <laughs> uh, these guys are fucking ferocious, though, man. Like They just are so fucking amazing, and I really love them a lot. Uh, after my own heart, of course. Uh, and this song uh, from this new record is called Destroyer of Worlds.
there you have werewolves. Not bad at all. I know you really dig werewolves, so. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of funny because a lot of people say, well, yeah, but do you like bands just because they have werewolves on? Well, a lot of times, like, I try out bands that have, like, werewolf covers, or, you know, they, they just because names, whatever, and sometimes they don't work out very well in terms of, like, me liking the music, but uh, these guys live up to the whole sh shebang, like, <laughs> name, music, style, it just great all the way around four bands left we're getting there it's been a big year uh this is actually one of the biggest lists i've had in terms of like best ofs in quite a while uh mm -hmm. so yet another band from our neck of the woods been around a very long time uh dying fetus mm -hmm. came out with a new record this year make them beg for death and uh just great brutal death metal uh we've seen them more than a few times a lot uh, live and everything and uh i like that they claim baltimore is their hometown yeah of course and uh you not know not many people want to admit that so yeah one of our friends uh john was at one point kind of invited to audition for him at one point from uh to play with them but you know wasn't really his thing at the time, John wanted to do his own thing, which with no loss he is. Uh, but that's kind of just how it goes. But, you know, Dying Fetus is still going strong, still a lot of fun. And uh, this song from the record is called Feast of Ashes. Mm -hmm. Fuck you! Dude, I want to do that so bad. Like, I want to go to a range room and just take a That's fucking fast to watch shit. I don't think you want to fuck with me. I'm the wrong one to you fuck with. You talking to me? You talking to me? Say hello to my little friend. Oh, that's so 
Nothing. Oh, more important. I think the best form of torture would be just to show him the new Barbie movie, and then that would that would kind of do it. <laughs> it's, it's on, you know, Max. We can watch that tonight if you want. Oh my god! No, we have to watch. We have the to rest watch of our cult, cult shit. Yeah, we're getting the crazy shit. <laughs> I I gave this album hmm, a ten out of ten. I I always have liked Dying Fetus, but I think it's it's it kind of says something with like their music with their video it's it's perfect and i dug it, dug it. i i do enjoy <laughs> and it's 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 such a common theme now but i i like how they did it with with the people getting mad at the online people and mm -hmm. so they have to go hunt them down i mean didn't jay and silent bob do that yeah i mean that but ripping in their movie yes well, it's not going to slow down much. We have uh, three more basically death metal bands coming your way. This next one is Band Out of Spain, which, you know, is right along with a band like a Vols. But this That's one. I was say, is it a Vols? Nope. But uh, they're very good. I've uh, been around since 2017. I've liked virtually every record they put out. A couple of them, aside from this one, have also made my best of Nasty Surgeons. Uh, their newest record. I, I, and I don't think I've ever and, and really listened to. Oh, you'll dig them. You'll dig them. Yes. And uh, yeah, man, they, they're fucking pretty good shit. I really, really like them. Uh, let's Burgos, see. What was this? Castile and Leon. Oh, interesting. The song is called Fetal Hunt. So let's go mm -hmm. with Nasty Surgeons. Thank you. 
The, uh, the fluid leaks into the uterus. anatomy lessons, the new record from Nasty Surgeons. My God. <laughs> She's like, oh my God. I forget because like death metal is gross, yeah. but like Shock that was a little bit more gross than I was expecting. But, but with the words flashing on the screen, it just like got me. I'm like, because I love gross, but that was a little too you, gross. She watches pen Pimple popper, like I do, I that's do the most nasty. I do love, <laughs> I love watching surgeries and like all the gross stuff. But well, the next band is another one that our good friend Herman from the Netherlands kind of introduced me to, at least in terms of checking them out more and whatnot. <laughs> and that is Body Farm. Oh, I gotta get my Body Farm uh, t shirt upstairs. Mm, gotta get my shit. 
So yeah, they're blended death metal. It's a great place. Yes. 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 I love the Netherlands. It's been far too long. And the track that we have for you is a, a song called Torment. Okay. Here we go from their album Ultimate Joy. Abomination. <laughs> a nice video um 
we were seeing some people who were like hung in the gallows or you know had the noose and everything and a few of them were like not blindfolded or whatever with the the head covers yeah yeah so if if you had that happen to you would you want to be covered by your head or would you want to go out like with your eyes looking at out into the crowd Mm. i don't know you know it's not something i think much of she <laughs> reminds me so much of uh, was it Return of the Living Dead when uh, Linnea Quigley's character is in the middle of the cemetery. She's like, Have you ever thought about how you the worst way you can die? This is like exactly what Neck was doing. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't think I would care. Like, I think I'd just like, you know, if someone's going to kill me, like, just fucking do it. Just do it. You know, get it over with. But see, not all, not always is like a hanging quick, you know. Sometimes, it's, well, that it, like, especially like, I don't think it's if gonna you're, matter. If you're really. someone who's my size, I'm very short and I'm not like as heavy as most men. Um, I might be heavier than some women, but I am not like a larger person. So getting hung, my neck's not gonna break fast. I will suffocate and choke to death before like someone like you who is a foot taller than me a little bit heavier than me when you fall your neck is gonna snap but me like i would sit there and be wiggling yeah it would be not good so like that's i don't want to be hung um yeah well yeah i don't want any kind of well, you're gonna have to die. I well, just, not not in the horrific like way. A, you don't want like a painful theatrical death. You just right. want to like yeah. not wake up one day. Yeah, I go to sleep and yeah. I just keep sleeping. I mean, that's, honestly, that's how I want to go out. Honestly, like you never really think about stuff like that until you see like the oh, yeah, great there's animation. Tr- well, there's atrocities across the world too, so that's part of like what Death Metal brings up occasionally in their lyrics and whatnot. Exactly, so. like exactly what's going on over in Israel and Palestine right now and still in the Ukraine. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like Israel and Palestine right now is a little bit more um graphic, but Yeah, I try to stay away from all that these days. I just get tired it's really of all hard. depressing shit. It's it's just you you read about it and um how do you take sides when everything is so atrocious like i i mean i have no dog in the fight number one so you just see like all the bad happening and you're like shit fuck like all these poor people like i'm not again no sides you just see what's happening and it fucking sucks like a whole area of the world is just constantly under battle and now it's like really bad mm-hmm. sucks but again well, death metal brings it out so. yeah and we are down to the last band <gasps> last album oh my goodness who is it give me a give me a story give me a song tell me everything about them so uh again it's another band that neca would like because the last three albums we've really enjoyed going mm. back to what was it? Uh, 2015's Anthropocene Extinction. Then they did Death Atlas in 2019. And here we are, 2023, with Terrasite with Cattle Decapitation. Uh, great fucking band. Uh, ever since they started kind of like incorporating the clean vocals with the rough, 
have really been into that style. Like they're they're kind of moving more into I guess would be a progressive death metal rather than the straight grindcore, which is still mixed in there. But uh, certainly, I, I like what they've done in the last couple records. Over, I know, do too. I, I like cattle tap. Yes, what the fuck did fast. I just say? Cattle decapitation. <laughs> So here's a track called The Photic Doom from their latest release. And nice. We'll be back, close it out right after this. Control, begin a waste by the load, no sign of life. Intel 
they are fucking amazing and have gotten so much better over the years. Like it's just, they get stronger and stronger. Every time I think they can't outdo themselves, they outdo themselves. They're like, like so insane. Cause I, I really thought death Atlas would be like the pinnacle of what they were doing. And then I heard Terracite and it's like, I can't believe they outdid themselves. They fucking did it. <laughs> it's fucking insane. I love when I see that though. Like you're just like, yeah. So I just, <laughs> just and, I, and I love like just you know you, you have to really give a, a take your hat off to a lot of the bands that we've showcased tonight and like what they've done over the, the year and the amazing music they put out. They like, just worked so hard. Like Christ, I sound like an old lady. Oh, there's these kids are just so good at what they do, but. <laughs> You little pip squeaks little pip did a squeaks. good job. Oh, I'm so proud of them. They're going to get a gold star. But I, you know, even if it's something is not like my flavor, my cup of tea, there's still talent there. You mm -hmm. know, it's just something that's not, you know, my thing. Yeah. I mean, obviously, you know, you probably lean to some bands over others and that's fine. Like, that's just how it is. But like this the reason why I like doing it this way uh, ever since we kind of went more with the rock and metal mixture was that it gives people a different palette to work with when yes. they want to check out stuff. So you can either really like out of decapitation or you can like Greta Van Fleet. Like it's, it's, it's a variance of things you can deal with. I still cannot believe you've never heard of Greta. <laughs> heard the name, just never checked them out till recently. So he's after we, after we sign off, he's going to be like, Greta Van Fleek. Uh... Check out albums. Anyway, uh, as I said earlier in the video, we will be doing next Friday uh, our top 10 movies of the year, at least mine. Like, sh she's still trying to work on like her 21st century stuff, which she's never started. Eventually, it'll get done. But uh, not right now. Like, right. She's busy not... right now. But, Even when I'm not working, I'm working. Like I have, right? I've been, I am eyeballing my laptop now for the last three hours. But the good, the good thing is, like you know, she's able to do things like this with me, and so we can keep her involved, and I can just take care of all the smaller stuff. But uh, she'll agree with me on some of the films and some not. But you know, she'll even put her own two cents in for what she feels like, because I already know one that's not in my list that she would have in her list. <laughs> yeah, let's not go there. Anyway, uh, please hit the like button. Hit subscribe to the channel if you enjoy the content. We love all the support you give us. We do. We need, we need more likes. We need more subscribes. And we hopefully the bands enjoy watch this us. video. Fucking watch us, motherfuckers. See you next time here on the Metal Town Radio Podcast. And take care of yourselves. Keep it metal. You're